You're listening to Language Cast's football podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to the show for all football fans who wish to improve their English language skills. My name is Damon and I'm here in Tokyo and it's a fairly cloud damp October morning here. On the end of the line, I think I've got Damien, who's in, on holiday in Singapore. Damien, how are things down there? Hello, Damien. Yes, indeed. I'm here in Singapore. We're here for the weekend and uh, it's lovely weather, although there is a little bit of haze still around. Um, what have we got on the show today, Damien? Well, on the show today, we've got a listening practice report from our archives this week uh, from 2012. And that focuses on goalkeepers. Um, included in that report is a spotlight on probably the world's top five goalies of all time. Damien, what about uh, playing now? Who do you think is the best keeper around? Um, well, I think the Tottenham goalkeeper, Hugo Lloris, he's, he's, he's one of the best in the Premier League. Maybe David De Gea at uh, Manchester United. What about you? What do you think? I would agree with you there, and I wouldn't mind having your team's goalkeeper, Lloris, actually, if I'm honest. Um, Okay, after that main report, we have English for football, and this week uh, the phrase is nudge, and we're going to finish, of course, with predictions. And in that section, there's the little matter of Liverpool, my team, versus Spurs, your team, Damien, isn't there? That's right. I'm looking forward to it here. I'll be watching it in Singapore with some friends. Now, in addition to all of those things that Damon's mentioned, we also have loads of things to check out here on our site at languagecaster.com. Now, each main report and football phrase has a transcript for you to follow with vocabulary support. Now, our glossary here at languagecaster.com continues to grow. So if you have any ideas or suggestions for words, phrases or football cliches to add, then get in touch with us. Now, you can do so on our forums or via Facebook. That's our Learning is Through Football page or, of course, on Twitter. Now, as always, a big hello and thank you to those who've been recently in contact with us. So hello, Huna, Carol and Mardis on Twitter and hello to JD Oz and Enrique on Facebook. Now, Damon, Enrique, who is from Chile, he's asked us a question about football and in particular football commentators. Yeah, he did. He asked, um, he's seen a lot of uh, football games broadcast in English and he asked why uh, commentators don't use that uh, long goal when someone scores which is of course very famous in South America what do you think about that Damien? It's a good question um, initially I thought it might have some uh, connection to a cultural difference between the, the two parts of the world but right. then I remember listening to uh, actually Tim Vickery on the World Football Phone and, and he had been asked this question and he thought it might have something to do with radio commentators uh, back in the 40s and 50s in Brazil. Because they were so far away from the pitch, they needed time to actually find out who the goal scorer was. <laughs> so uh, I'm not sure if that's 100% true, but it sounds like a great story. It makes sense, doesn't it? It does indeed. Right, next up, it's time for our main report. And this report is from our archive of 2012 by Damien. On this week's main listing report, we look at one of the key positions on the football pitch, the goalkeeper. Now you can listen to this report by clicking on the links at languagecaster.com, which of course has some vocabulary support for those people who want to practice their reading and listening skills. Keepers, what do they do? 
It's often said that goalkeepers are a different breed, that they are not like other players on the team, and not just because they are the only member on that team that is legally allowed to use his or her hands with the ball. Keepers also wear a different colour top to the rest of the team and enjoy more protection from the referee than other players. Though they may not run around as much or be as involved as other outfield players, they can have a strong influence on the game by preventing rather than scoring goals. Because of where they play, they can see the whole pitch ahead of them, they can organise their teammates' positioning, with keepers often being called the most vociferous player in the side. So, instead of scoring, shooting or assisting, goalkeepers defend and save, with much of the language associated with the keeper linked to the hand. The keeper caught the cross, to punch the ball clear, a fingertip save, to throw the ball out, to palm the shot away. The best ever. Trying to choose the best ever goalkeeper is a risky business as fans use different criteria to decide. Current day keepers are probably quicker, fitter and better prepared than their predecessors. But it is too early to judge whether that player can enter the pantheon of great keepers. So, with apologies to Spain's Ike Casillas and Italy's Gianluigi Buffon, here are five, in no particular order, we think could make it onto any best-ever goalkeeper list. Gordon Banks England prides itself on having produced a long list of goalkeeping greats, for example Peter Shilton and Ray Clements, but most would agree that Stoke City's Gordon Banks was the best of them all. He was a member of England's World Cup winning team of 1966 and is also remembered around the world for this save against Pele in the 1970 competition. Dino's off. The Italian won 112 caps for his country and captained them to the World Cup in 1982 at the age of 40 and also played on the European Championship winning team of 1968. He went over a thousand minutes unbeaten in international tournaments. Oliver Kahn. The German keeper won everything at club level with Bayern Munich, including eight league titles and a Champions League winner's medal, while he also won the European Championship in 1988. Though he didn't win a World Cup, he came close in 2002, when his performances throughout the tournament helped Germany to the final. Peter Schmeichel. The Danish international won five league titles with Manchester United as well as a Champions League. But despite his dominance of English football in the 1990s, perhaps it was his heroics in the 92 European Championship when unfancied Denmark won the title that really made his name. Lev Yashin. Yashin played in the 1960s for Dynamo Moscow and for the Soviet Union, with whom he won the European Championship title in 1960. Remarkably for someone who played more than 800 times in his career, he kept more than 500 clean sheets. So, there are five keepers we think would appear on any best ever goalkeeper list. But what do you think? Come along to our site at languagecaster.com. We have a little poll there where you can click on which goalkeeper you think deserves to be in the top five keepers ever. Thanks, Damien. It's surprising how often keepers are overlooked in the team when having a top-class keeper is so important for those teams wanting to challenge for silverware. 
Yes, yes, that's right. Now, next up, uh, we've got Damon, who's going to be explaining another football phrase. And this week, it's nudge. Today's football phrase came from a question on our forum page by at Hunya underscore 27G and is nudge. This word can be used either as a noun or a verb. Let's start with the noun by looking at this example. The second appeal after a needless nudge by Fernandinho could easily have resulted in a spot kick. In this case, nudge means a small push, a gentle push. However, mostly it's used as a verb, as in this example. Long nudged Rossinho's teasing cross past the exposed Michael Vaughan. Here, nudge means kick or shoot. It can be combined with home to give nudge home, which means to score. Nudge. Vous écoutez languagecaster.com. Yes, indeed, you are listening to languagecaster.com. Thank you very much for that, Damon. Now, it's time to turn our attention to this week's predictions. Now, this week, my brother, Neil, a West Ham fan who's just visited us in Hong Kong, he's our guest predictor. And by the way, the guests could do with a bit of a boost as their combined score is 36. That's eight points behind you, Damon, and 10 points behind me. Yeah, I'm creeping up on you, Damon. Right, we have some great games to look forward to. And let's start with Liverpool's trip to Spurs. How do you see this one panning out? Well, obviously, my heart and my head have two separate results, uh, but I'm going to go for my head this one here. I think it's going to be a bit of a damp squib. I think after all of the media circus and scrum with the new manager at Liverpool, I think it's going to finish nil-nil. Scoreless draw for me. What about you? Yes, again, I've got uh, heart and head, and I'm going to try and go with my head, and I also think it'll be a draw. Um, but this time, I think there will be goals. So I think I'm going to go for a 1-1 draw. And your brother, Neil, he thinks Tottenham are going to edge it 2-1. That's because he was staying in my house and he had to say that. <laughs> now, the other big game in the Premier League this week sees Everton, inform Everton, take on Manchester United, who have been playing fairly well and are second in the league. What, what do you think, Damon? Yeah, I'm going to go for another 1-1 draw here. If my memory serves me, uh, over the last few years... Uh, Everton hasn't been a happy hunting ground for Man United, but I could be completely wrong. But I think it's going to be 1-1. Um, I think United are going to win it. They're not playing uh, always that well, but they do manage to get some results. I think they're going to win it 1-0. My brother's gone for 1-0, but he's gone for 1-0 to Everton. OK, let's move to Italy, where we've got a great-looking uh, game. Anyway, on paper, we've got Napoli, who I think are fourth in Serie A, and Fiorentina, who've started so well. Uh, they've won, I think, the last five games anyway. They're top of Serie A. Um, Napoli are in form, and I'm going to go for a 2-1 win to Napoli. Do you agree with me? I do, actually. I, I, one of my colleagues here in uh, Hong Kong, he's a massive Napoli fan. Hello, Francesco. And uh, so I'm going to go for a 1-0 Napoli victory, but it'll be tough. Yes, it will. And I think uh, Neil thinks it will be really tough and he's gone for a 0-0 draw. Now, there's another big game in Italy this week, the uh, derby of Italy, actually. It's Inter against Juventus. What, what do you reckon? Yeah, it's strange to call this the derby of Italy, really, isn't it? When you look at the form of these two teams in this season, especially... Um, I'm going to go with Internazionale. I'm going to go 2-0. 
I'm going to go 1-1. I think it'll be a, a stalemate 1-1. Neil's gone for a 4-3 into victory. I'd, wow. I'd, like to, I'd like to watch that. Yes, indeed. Um, down in La Liga, we've got uh, two surprise teams really at the top of the table. We've got Villarreal and they're, gonna, they're taking on uh, Celta de Vigo. I hope I got the pronunciation right. Very good, very good. I think uh, it's going to be a great game. I think it's been an attacking match with two attacking sides and it'll be 2-2. What do you think? I'm going to go for 1-0. I think they're evenly, evenly matched, but uh, home advantage 1-0. And Neil agrees with me. Now, uh, next week on Tuesday and Wednesday in Europe, the uh, Champions League group stages continue and uh, Arsenal take on Bayern Munich. Now, Arsenal have not started well in the group. They've lost both games so far. So what do you think? Yeah, I think they're going to lose this one too and they're going to do another crash and burn. Um, They usually do get out of their group, uh, but I think that's going to be tough this time. 2-0 to Bayern Munich. Neil's gone for the same result and I've gone for a 3-1 away victory. So 3-1 to Bayern. Great stuff. Thanks to everyone for listening. And remember to come along to our site and let us know what you think of the show. Pass the word to all your football supporting friends too. Ta-ra. Bye-bye. Enjoy all the football this weekend and see you again next week. <laughs>